The Black Male Archives, where we capture, curate, and promote positive stories about black men. All right. Welcome back to the Black Male Archives. I'm your host, Rodney Freeman, and we have with us Jason Huey. How are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm good, man. I'm blessed, man. Uh, I just appreciate you inviting me to this podcast, man. Thanks a lot. No, thank you. Thank you. You have written this book. Let me make sure that you see if you can get in here without the 100 things black boys should do and know. So I wanted to kind of just pick your brain and see what your top five were and share with the listeners. But before we get to that, can you tell the listeners where you're from and, you know, your background? Okay. um, Once again, my name is Jason Huey. Uh, I'm from a small town called Wingate. So if you hear the country grammar, that's where it's coming from. Uh, I've been in Charlotte now for like 15 years. Um, I'm 42 years old. Um, and for a living, I'm a BMT. I'm a behavior specialist of, at a CMS school. Um, and, and I'm a writer now. So, uh, And I decided to write this awesome book. And I'm not saying it's awesome because I wrote it. I really feel like it's awesome because there's no book uh, like this for our black boys. So, uh, yeah, um, that's that's a little bit about me, you know. And I'm just a, a honest, humble kind of person down to earth. Yep. Man, where'd you what was the motivation behind this? Oh uh, man, that's people ask me that. That's a good question. Okay, so uh you remember when the pandemic hit, right? Mm-hmm. So when the pandemic hit, there was a quote unquote thing called Camp CMS. I don't know why CMS used camp. It was definitely not a camp. So what happened this was is in Charlotte. This is CMS in Charlotte, right? Charlotte, yes. Uh okay. CMS, I'm sorry guys. CMS stands for Charlotte Mecklenburg Schools. Uh, that's what it said. So if I say CMS, it means Charlotte Mecklenburg schools. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, so they had to do summer school. You know, the kids had to catch up. They're like, we got to get these kids to do summer school to catch up because they miss so much. So this is my first time ever dealing with elementary kids uh, to this magnitude. So I'm typically I've been dealing with uh, middle school kids for the last 13 years. So this is my first time this summer. And I was just looking at our little black boys just running around in the hallways and like not follow instructions and and I'm just like, what is going on? Like, who's teaching these uh, little black boys anything or what are they teaching? So I'm like, this is not right. So I like so throughout this whole process, I'm just constantly like every day I'm going to work, I'm like, I gotta fix something. Now I'm just my mind and my brain is just spinning. Like, what's going on? Like, because once again, guys, remember, this is my first time. Seeing black boys, you know, this small from, you know, from first grade to fifth grade. So I'm like, what's mm. going on? It was just a free fall. And I was mm. just like, you know, and I started talking to other colleagues, you know, like, so what are you guys teaching these kids? You know, just trying to figure out, like, what's really going on. And then, you know what? I said, you know what? I think I need to write a book. I need to write something. I, mm-hmm. I need to get, I need to, because I was saying to myself, apparently, these kids need some information about how to deal with things, mm-hmm. how to respect others, how to communicate, how to walk, how to talk. So mm-hmm. um, so that would inspire me, man. Uh, but on top of that as well. So let me give you guys some more of my background. Uh, sorry, this cut me off because I am a talker. No, so, go ahead. Uh, so my background is I've been in Charlotte Mecklenburg um, schools for almost 12 or 13 years. And I was dealing with um, what they call... Um, what is it? Um, self-contained classrooms. So if anybody know anything about self-contained classrooms, self-contained classrooms, I deal with a lot of behaviors from ADD, ODD, autism, you kind of name it. And it's to the to the 
fifth degree of it. So think about a kid with autism to the fifth degree or a kid with ODD to the fifth degree. So I had to deal with those kind of kids. And typically, I'm not going to lie, guys, typically in the program, I can not speak for Charlotte, um, there's usually a lot of black boys. So this been in the works anyway. So now I'm seeing, I seen the black boys in the middle school level, and now I'm seeing the black boys at elementary level. So it just kind of came together, and I'm like, I got to do something. And so therefore, that's what really caused me to write this book. So so what triggered me to write the book, going to Camp CMS or whatever to the school and really seeing black boys. So now I'm seeing at the middle school level and the elementary level. Haven't been seen in high school level because I haven't been in high school, but that would really trigger me to write the book. Man, that it's so okay. So you have a hundred things that black boys should do and know. So okay, so tell me I in in all hundred are definitely relevant, but tell me uh at least your top five that you think. Ooh, oh man, I'm <laughs> Um, that's a good question. Um, I'm gonna say there's a topic called 12. That's the police officers. Um, on say Jay's on your feet. I thought that was a pretty cool one. Your mama, uh, your mama, that was a cool one. Um, communication and um CIU. Uh that's the check update with your mom. Let your mom, your dad know what's going on. Okay. Okay. So those are my top five, definitely. Okay, so so you said uh, twelve was your first one. What what is what is what is that? What is that about? That's about police. Uh, you know, you know, uh, kids use use twelve. Think or swim. Think or yeah. swim, right? So yeah. So you'll hear some kids say twelve, F twelve, or you know how they talk reckless about twelve, uh, okay, or whatever. So it's just like how to deal. You know, we had to figure out when twelve or police officers approach you, how to handle. Oh, okay. And so I give you this. I think I give like 10, like maybe between eight to 10 steps of like how to handle when a police officer approaches. OK, OK. And then what was the next one after that? You said it was. Was it Jay's on my feet? Jay's on my feet. OK, so yeah. tell me about Jay's on my feet. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, you know, some of our boys and some of our, even our culture, sometimes we glorify Jordans. Yeah. You know, and, you know, a lot, sometimes kids feel like when they get Jordan, they the best person in the world. Like, yeah, you can't tell me I got Jordans. You ain't got no Jordans. You know how some kids do. And so yeah. I'm basically saying you have a J's on your feet. Don't change who you are. You know, right. um, if you're a jerk, you're just a jerk with J's on your feet. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a good kid, you're a good kid with J's on your feet. So, you know, so and I thought that was very important because I feel like, you know, you know, and I coach it sometimes. If somebody step on that shoe, my shoe, first day of school, or um, they're going to get it. Especially if they step on my J's, I'm on yeah. there. You know, so yeah. it was more of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. So that was, that was a good one. What's the next one after that one? Uh, What was it? Uh, well, uh, communication. Communication, I do believe. Communication. Okay. Why is communication? Why do you think? Well, we all know why it's important. But why, why do you think it was important to that black boy should know that? Because the the reason why I think because black boys a lot of time if like I said they're just me now understand where I'm coming from this is me come from school setting okay mm-hmm. so a lot of this stuff has come from the school part of it mm-hmm. they don't know how to vocalize their feelings they don't know how to mm-hmm. communicate their feelings you know just simply like if you ask it what's going on I ain't want to talk about it um well tell me what's going on you know you have mm-hmm. to try to coach them up like to, and I don't think you know. They're not being coached up like how to communicate their feelings or what's going on in their life. Mm. And then I feel like at the same time, I feel like 
they have that little sense of like, I don't know if I could trust this person as well. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So yeah. the communication part is very vital. And the communication, you know, there's different forms of communication. You know, right. whether if you don't want to talk about it, write on the paper, you know, write it. You know what I'm saying? If you don't, you know, there are different ways of communicating your feelings. It doesn't necessarily have to be with talking. It just right. we, they have to we have to find better ways to communicate that we can get to the root of the problem. If that makes right. any sense. So, yeah, no, no, that makes perfect. very vital uh, for right. our kids. And, you know, there have been a lot of times me dealing with black boys in general. When I try to talk to them, they just don't know how to communicate. You just like yeah. ah. and you yeah. want them to communicate like. Let me know what's going on so we can fix it, you know, yeah. and it's some and, and a lot of it's not their part fault to me. That's my personal opinion. It's mm-hmm. like they haven't been taught that, you know, right. like, you know, you know, because you have some parents like they don't want to hear what the kid has to say. Like, right. get out. No, go, go and go in the other room. You see on me here. So yeah. how, how are they going to learn how to communicate? How are they going to learn how to trust somebody? Like I can't my mom, my dad won't even talk to me. So. Why well, won't feel comfortable communicating very well with a stranger or with you, Mister Huey? So mm-hmm. you know, so that's very important communication. Yeah, no, that was powerful. That I, I think I like the way that you broke that down. And then the next one you said was what CIU was yeah. it CIU? Okay, yeah, uh, that's check in check in update with your your parents or your guardian. Yeah, I think they need uh, like I said, depend on your parents, depend on when you and your parents or your guardian sit down. Come up if, if whether it's a weekly thing, a monthly thing. Whatever the case may be, check in. Let the yeah. parent, let your parents know what's going on in your life. Yeah. You know, like if you're having suicidal thoughts, uh, if you having thoughts about, you know, what college you might want to go to, if you having thoughts about even joining the game, you know, just mm-hmm. like, or if you have issues like you've seen a kid vaping in the bathroom or, or drugs on the bus, you know, mm-hmm. have that time. And, and you, like I said in the book, some things your parents or your guardian might tell you, you might not like. But at the same time, you guys both on the same page. And right. if, if something is really going on, they can get you the help that you need or make right. some calls or whatever they may need to make for you. So right. that's very important. Like I t- like I tell people, I wish I would have done that with my guardian. Like yeah. if it was a weekly thing, however you and your mom, your dad, your guardian can figure out what's you just need to get that in. Whether it's going to take 30 minutes, an hour or two hours, just let and the parents let your son talk. Let them get yeah. that off chest. And like I said in the book, but make sure it's in a respectable way. Like you're not cussing and using profanity or whatever. Now, if your parents say, yeah, you, if whatever you need to say, say it, say it. But, you know, you want to try to still try to be respectable about saying it and at the same time. So, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. big time. Okay. And then the next one is kind of the same, same vein is like checking with your mom. Uh, that, no, that was, was that, that did I didn't miss one. I th- oh, maybe, maybe we skipped one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I might have. It was uh, CIU uh, 12, J's on your feet. Your mama. Yeah. Your mama. That's what we miss. Your mama. Um, your mama, you know, we all know. They better not say nothing about my mama, you know. Yeah. I wish you you say something about my mama, we won't fight. I don't yeah. care what you say. And you know, that leads to a lot of elementary fights and some, and some middle school fights, you know, saying mm-hmm. something about your mom. So in that, in my book, I'm trying to uh, role play how to come back you know, uh, mama calling. Uh, and you know, I got like a, a, a grease strategy, like, you know, I think I say something about your mom, a, a fat, bald-headed uh, Cardi B. Yeah, you're right, she is. You're right, she is. <laughs> and she and she a bald-headed Nicki Minaj, too. You know, 
They're going to get bored. So my thing is, they're going to get bored. You agree with them like, yes, you're right. She, she was at the crack house. How do you see that in the crack house too? You know, so so it's one of those things. So just go with it. And then I also said, because my mom taught me, this one of the things my mom taught me. Mm-hmm. But don't say nothing about their mom. Don't say nothing about their mom. Because mm-hmm. when, if you play that role, they'll get bored and tired. You keep saying, like, you're right. I seen her too. You know, and they get bored, like whatever. Yeah. So, and, and that's what it is. It's about with that your mom, get them tired and bored. That's what mm-hmm. I get them tired and bored of them saying stuff about your mom, you know. So, mm-hmm. so that was a cool one. I, I kind of like that. A lot of kids laugh about that about the card. Yeah. <laughs> really and what was that last one? Did, did we go over? No, all that was all five of them. Yeah, that was all five of them. Okay, okay. Because I had, I had saw some that I like. I'll give you. Uh, like number sixty three, family ties. Know your family lineage yeah, and history. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought that was really good because mm-hmm. you said it was really important to learn your family yes. history. Why do you Why do you think that's important for them to know? Because you know, I'm I'm a big believer. If if you don't if you don't know how you got here, you ain't gonna know where you want to go. Kind of thing. Yeah, it's important yeah. to know your past. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big believer because you you want to know your past, learn and learn from your past, so you don't make the same mistake in the future. So if you yeah. know what happened in the past or what what transpired in the past, it can help you in the future. That's for sure. And yeah. you know, and you see how work this world is going, man. You know, we're, we're not slowing down just to talk to our family members. Like, so tell me about great great grandpa. Right. Tell me about great great grandpa. Was he in the war? I mean, did he go to college? What did he do? Like, tell me. And so, yeah. and I feel like that instills something into you. Once you yeah. hear about what your your great great grandfather went through or your great yeah. fa- great grandfather, it is still something you like. Really, he was in the yeah. war. He shot down, you know, right. three planes or you know, right. like wow, like I'm inspired. Right. You, you you know what I'm saying? So I think it's real important. So when you have kids, so they can p- push uh, pass that on to their kids. Yeah, you know, and it's something to strive for. Just like man, I got a strong family. Like we're right. strong, we're fighters, right? You know, and I think that's important. And if if they're not fighters, or that you know, let's just say a lot of more drug acts. On the flip side, you be like, I'm definitely we're going to change. I'm going to change it because most mm-hmm. of my family, my great aunt was a a, a crackhead or a meth head. Uh, mm-hmm. My uh, my aunt was, so we're going to change it from here on out. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So you yeah. know, so I just think it's important with the know the good and the bad, right? Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw another one. Odds of being a professional athlete. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. Well, you know, I was one of like, y'all get to, yeah, knowing I was like 4'11", trying out for the middle school, like, yeah, I'm still going to be the next Muggsy Bowles and, you know, all that stuff. So, um, yeah. and we, all, I feel like all middle school boys, just not black boys, just like, I'm going to be the next Jerry Rice. I'm going to be the next Moss or, you know, you know, and the odds are, you know, you're not. And that's okay, you know. That's yeah. that's that's quite okay. That's yeah. that's not gonna, you know, that's not what was in your cards. So you know, right. it's, it's all good. So I just want them to know, like, the odds of you being a professional basketball, football, is very slim. I'm not saying it won't happen, but it, but it's just slim. And I and I'm and if you read my book, I try to be honest, and I'm about reality. And then there's a part in it, um, in one of the chapters. Dream versus reality. I like that mm-hmm. one too. Mm-hmm. It's all right, dream, yeah. but understand that. Understand reality as well. Right. You know. Right. So yeah. So yeah. So um. So it's important yeah. because now, now you know things are changing now. You know when yeah. we was coming up, I want to be a ball player. Now you know it's more rappers, 
I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to be this social media kind of influencer. You know, now it's changing a little bit more now. Yeah. And and some things, and that's going to be on my next book. I'm going to cover that a little more. But I don't think some, not just black boys again, the influencers and and the YouTube, it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. And and see that a lot of our kids, you know, they don't see behind the scene. They just feel like, oh, I cut the camera on, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever, do the dance move. Now I got 100. And twenty five thousand likes or whatever, but they don't understand that 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 YouTuber or that influencer probably shot that probably about thirty times and spent about three hours doing it or four mm-hmm. hours doing it. So you mm-hmm. know, it's not that easy as some of the kids think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so the last one before we uh, wrap it up, I, the one that I thought um, in all hundred, I, I do recommend everybody kind of get out and read the book because all hundred are very, very relevant. But mm-hmm. uh, I did want to point this one out. Number 44, get outside. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is that important? And I thought, you know, it is funny because I, I listen, you know, to you and we, we about the same age and I'm like, yeah, this was a no brainer for us, but mm-hmm. oh, for yeah. them, definitely. Yeah, for them, it's, it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Getting outside, what? what? Why is getting outside in this book? Yeah, uh, man, because we need it, man. Because um, uh, if, if we don't get outside, man, our creativity is going to be lost. Yeah. Creativity is going to be, you see it. You've you, you yeah. seen it and heard it from maybe your wife or your, your sister or your aunt or something like, all he want to do is just stay in the house and play on his phone or, or play on the Chromebook. But they don't understand uh, getting outside is so healthy. It's it's so yeah. it's so healthy. It's healthy far as with even coping stuff. Just yeah. walking in the park, like something's on your mind. Let me just get outside, get some fresh air, get some yeah. vitamin D. And we all need vitamin D. And if you don't know, guys, vitamin D, getting enough vitamin D will prevent you from getting certain diseases, disease right. and and stuff like that. So it's very important because you know Mother Nature has given us so much, and if we don't enjoy Mother Nature. It's, it's, it's not going to be good to us. It, of course, you know what's going on over there on the west side of, of the country. Like, there's a major drought going on, and, you know, these lakes are, are 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 going down and everything else. So, you know, we have to really take advantage of Mother Nature as long as we possibly can. And, you know, us just staying in the house is just going to cause bad habits, laziness, yeah. Uh, yeah. unorganized, just undisciplined, unfocused, just, just the lack of and losing lack of reality just losing yeah. out on reality like what you see on social media youtube that's not all reality reality is outside what right. you see in your community you know that's what that's real reality to me that's just and all this like i said guys all this is my how i see life in my opinion yeah. now i'm not saying this is fact actually it's going to happen but this is my viewpoint how i see life myself and how i see yeah. it for a, a lot of our black boys as well Man, this is good stuff. Good stuff. What else are you working on? Any other? I know you uh, alluded to that you're going to start a second book. So can you tell us man, a little bit about listen, that? Listen, Mr. Freeman, you have no idea, man. I'm so ready to jump on this next book. It's not even funny, man. Um, the next book going to be 99 Things uh, Black Boys Should Do and Know. Um, uh, I'm ready, but I'm still pushing this book. Uh, like on this, the 99, I didn't talk about snitching. You know, that's big in our community. I ain't talking about hobbies. I ain't talking about safe haven. I ain't talking about store and mall etiquette. You know, there's a certain way we got to carry ourselves in the malls and the stores. So it's just a lot, man. And I'm just so ready to get on it. 
but I'm just still trying to push this book. So I'm trying to, you know, have some some discipline within myself. That's for sure. Jason Huey, man, where can the listeners find more out, find more about you and what you're doing? Oh, check this out. Um, if you guys don't know, um, I'm at Instagram. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not big, big like that. I'm trying to get better with my social media. I have a Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter. I'm more so on IG, more so. But you definitely guys can find me on uh, IG at 100TBBSDAK. And that stands 100 things black boys should do and know. I'm going to say it again. 100-100-T-B-B-S-D-A-K. I'm on Instagram. Uh, guys, and if you're in the Charlotte area, like I tell everybody, I'm trying to be at every every Charlotte event, every event that's going to be around black people, around the black community. So you guys will see me a whole lot. Um, so if you need if you need to see me or find me somewhere, uh, and there's a big event in the black community, uh, eight out of ten I'll probably be there. And if you don't know who I am, want to know, I'm typically gonna wear a hat like this and I'm gonna wear striped socks. So if you see me with a hat like this and stripes, I was like, yeah, that's him. J.C. Huey. That's the guy who wrote that great book, the awesome book. So, yeah, definitely. And you can find my book online, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. It's all online as well. Sir, thank you so much for being on this podcast, the Black Male Archives, where we capture, curate and promote positive stories about black men, which you are one of. Thank you, sir, for being on this and take your time to do this. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, um, Mr. Freeman, let me say, I thank you for being a strong, positive brother. Uh, Mr. Freeman reached out to me. Um, he felt like I was worthy of his podcast and I, I don't do nothing. But I can't say I disappreciate you, man. You didn't have to do this. You, you, you didn't. And this is my guys. This is my first ever podcast. So I appreciate it, Mr. Freeman. You put me on and, and try to make uh, make this world know about the black boys and what they need to know about this book and everything else. But once again, guys, let me say this. And, and this is the thing I've been running across. I don't know any black boys. I mean, like, I don't have a nephew or all my kids are grown. Like I tell everybody, you'll see at least one black boy. And if you get the book, get that book to that black boy. You might not know him. You just might see him in the store. You might see him in your community. Just give it to him. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to give it to him, read it yourself. And then you give them that knowledge, what you read. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. So so true, man. So true, man. I, I'm I'm appreciative that that you you took the time and sat down. We're gonna follow back and circle back with you uh, about this. See where you're at and see how your second project is coming. Oh, so again, yeah. thank uh, you so much for being on this podcast. Um, yeah, Jason, thank you, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, sounds good, my man. Thanks a lot. You thank guys you be good. Sir. All right.